Hi everyone, this is Lauren Irwin here with the Center for Leadership and Service. Today we're for our Get the Lead Out podcast, we're going to be talking to Jeff Silva, one of our awesome student leaders here on campus. So Jeff, if you want to tell us a little about, about yourself, we can go ahead and get started. Sure. Um, hi everyone, my name is Jeffrey Silva. I'm a fifth year industrial engineering student here at Cal Poly. I'll actually be graduating in uh, just under a week, so it's super exciting for me because I feel like it's kind of dragged on this last year. Um, but I'm from La Habra, California, which is down in Orange County, and I currently serve as the president of the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, vice president of the Partner Ambassadors Program, and engineering ambassador. I participate in the LSAMP program. I'm a member of the Delta Tau Delta fraternity, and I work as the school's alternative breaks coordinator in the Center for Community Engagement. Wow, well that is quite the laundry list of involvements here. So if you're listening to this podcast at home and are intimidated by that list, um, I think listening to the rest of Jeff's podcast will help you understand that being involved on campus is something that you can do too. So how did you go about getting involved when you came to Cal Poly? I actually, it took me a little time for me to get involved. Uh, I, as involved as I am now, it was basically how involved I was when I was in high school. Um, I just realized that I really thrive when I link up to other organizations and opportunities. And so, um, but my first year coming to Cal Poly was really interesting because I decided that I wasn't going to get involved and I was going to focus on making long-lasting friends, which I'm not actually friends with any of those people anymore, which is interesting. But in my second year, I went through a little bit of struggle and kind of like identity crisis in the sense that I felt like I was being very inauthentic with myself as well as I felt like I didn't have any direction. And so I then uh, started to link up organizations that um, I felt like could possibly be uh, do some good for myself. And so uh, I had originally joined uh, Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, um, Engineers Without Borders, and I think maybe one other, I think Engineering Student Council. I didn't actually stick through with Engineers Without Borders or um, Engineering Student Council, and I had actually applied to be on uh, the Week of Welcome uh, team, but I didn't make that. But that had led me to other opportunities of really exploring other areas, and so actually that's how I ended up uh, getting linked with the Center for uh, Community Engagement. And so um, if I was not denied that opportunity, then um, I had found it somewhere else, and so um, either way, I was I was looking to find some type of opportunity to do some service as well as try out some leadership. Yeah. So you mentioned kind of that piece of authenticity, and you felt like you weren't being authentic to yourself. What? How did you go about trying to find opportunities that would allow you to be authentic? I talked a lot with my advisor. Um, I participate in the multicultural engineering program, which is uh, kind of serves to advise uh, minority students as well as first generation students, uh, specifically in the college engineering and. My advisor there is super awesome. She's basically my, like, therapist. <laughs> I come great. to her with, like, every single problem. And I had just, remember, I was kind of at a point where I, I was at that point where I felt very inauthentic. And um, she then started to discuss with me, you know, here are some possible, like, areas of, like, use for you. And, um, you know, she helped me along the way with, like, as well as, like, doing my own major change as well, too. So, um they have been super crucial in like defining sort of like or helping me find opportunities and defining who I am. Yeah. So that's wonderful. I think that a lot of us could probably relate to that and trying to find ways to be connected on campus. What other advice do you have for students who maybe apply for positions like a WOW leader and don't get those positions? Like what advice do you have for how to move forward from that? I have definitely been denied many opportunities before, whether it's uh, leadership opportunities or even internships and 
the thing is you have to keep on pushing forward and um, whether it means that you continue to work the organization and then try again the next year, um, it's, that never does anyone any wrong because it shows you're committed as well as it really um, allows you to sort of possibly figure out where the areas that they may not have been so sure about you for. Um, and if, you know, you realize that them not accepting you is kind of like the really like make or break situation. There are many, many organizations on campus that you can find leadership opportunities through. Like um, me being denied the week of welcome, I ended up um, talking with my friend about wanting to do like some type of service and leadership and she had brought up that uh, the center was actually looking for a new uh, program director for their senior services program and so um, immediately I went and talked with them and just plugged in right away and it's I've never looked back and it's been four years that I've been working for them and so it's been awesome. Yeah. So after being involved in all of these things, I heard that your the Department of Engineering recently gave you an award. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so for each of the colleges, they have an end of the year award ceremony for outstanding seniors and a lot of them are mostly for academics, which I unfortunately do not fall under. <laughs> but um, I received an award for uh, service to community and so that one is given to a student that has uh, served a lot of, of our outside community and so um, whether it was uh, through community service or it was through uh, you know working with any of the schools nearby. Yeah. Were you surprised by that award? Like when you think back to yourself as a first year student at Cal Poly, did you have any idea that that's something that you could have achieved during your time here? I didn't even know that each of the colleges do award ceremonies like that, uh, nor did I ever think that I would have been nominated for an award like that. I do a lot of community service, right. but I'm not the type of person to toot my own horn and really put in front of people's faces, like, I'm doing community service, right. like, all this stuff. So um, I, I was really surprised by the fact that I even got the award. Yeah. Well, it's clear that other people at least really recognize all of the great work you've done. So congratulations. Thank Again, you. that's really exciting. Um, another question that I had for you is, Obviously, you've been involved in a lot of different things, and I think that award kind of really shows how many people look to you as a leader. Um, what have you learned about yourself as a leader, maybe you, how you would define leadership and how that's changed over time through your involvement? Sure. Um, there's definitely different stages of leadership, yeah. and I've definitely gone through those uh, different stages. Uh, first one being that, um, you know, being an active member is always a good place to start when you're on leadership in the sense that um, you're showing your commitment to the club as well as um, you're showing that you have the potential to possibly tell them, uh, help mentor and instruct other people on how to essentially be better leaders as well. And then um, after that, working up towards an officer position where you kind of fulfill a certain role and become an expert in how you manage that area. Mm -hmm. So um, for, say for Society of Hispanic Special Engineers, I served as a treasurer. So what kind of things can I do to help fundraise as well as um, how can I best uh, make sure that we're creating an efficient system for people to turn in uh, reimbursement forms? So those type of things. And then after that, um, maybe even trying out some other roles that you're not used to doing. Um, that's one thing that I always tell my officers is that you should never serve as the same role again because you're not learning anything new and that's not something that you should really be looking forward to is that you can, yes, it's good to try again and you know, you'll know you be able to work out the kinks really easily, but you're not pushing yourself to learn something I think that's a big thing that I've been always wanting to do is like always constantly learn something new from the position that I'm trying. And um, you know, serving as president has been like the biggest one of all because it's always about strategizing when other people aren't and always thinking about other people before you even think about your own needs. 
um, which is, you know, it kind of has its own little caveat to it. Um, but I think for me, a big part of my leadership has always been about uh, serving other people. Um, one quote that I always stick to all the time is, um, is by Mahatma Gandhi, is uh, the best way to find yourself is losing yourself in the service of others. And that has been such a defining thing for my own type of leadership is that it's never been about me. It's never been about the leadership role. It's always been about serving other people. And so um, when I've looked at roles, that's always how I've sort of looked at it as, is how can I, uh, do I think I could serve these people in the best way possible? And if so, um, what am I gonna take out of that experience itself? I think that's really, really wonderful advice. And I think very inspiring advice that can apply to a lot of different as well. So I guess thinking about, obviously you're graduating, you're moving to Indiana, correct? Yes. Um, what are the things that you've taken from your leadership position that have helped you feel prepared learn to network really well. It doesn't matter what type of, uh, what your degree is in or uh, you know what your own particular interests are. Uh, I think networking is super crucial, especially for college students. Um, you'd be surprised of how many students I've met before that have no idea how to talk to professionals. And um, you know, coming from, you know, obviously I'm president of the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers and a big part of our thing is teaching students how to network. and. Um, but I think that's so applicable to everyone is that you should be able to hold a conversation with people and be able to talk about your own personal interests and the, your experiences and be able to relate that to other people. And so leadership skills are one of the big things and your own self-awareness, even that's a bigger part of it. Um, you'd be surprised how many engineers aren't that self-aware or understand where their values lie or what their personal strengths are in the sense of um, understand their own strengths quests and stuff and so um, one of the big thing big things for me is, has been sort of educating people about that because I really do like to be very self-aware because uh, you know my own leadership has an effect on people and so um, I want to make it the best experience and you know understanding myself really makes it easier for me to work with other people because then I know whether or not I'm angry or like and uh, the reasons why I'm angry and um, I think that type of self-awareness as well as being able to communicate that to other people is super crucial in finding a job or just making long-lasting relationships. A lot of the people that I would consider my best friends, I've been very authentic to and have been able to hash out really overall like deep line feelings about things. And so and that has made it super easier for me to be able to communicate to other people that experience. That's wonderful. So you also mentioned the Sure. So um, one of them actually was uh, a former president of the Society of Hispanic National Engineers, and then another one was uh, my former boss uh, for the Center for Community Engagement. Um, the one uh, with Society of Hispanic National Engineers, his name was Arturo Ayala, and he just had this sort of presence that I don't even have, and I just always sort of idealized him in the sense that he would walk into a room and everyone's sort of like, everyone just was sort of drawn to him and it was like this type of thing that he just had a presence that kind of gave you overall joy and you kind of knew that um, he was going to encourage you and inspire you to kind of be a better person, not even necessarily a better engineer in any sense, but that he really was looking out for you. And so I kind of have always 
looked at him, even though I didn't seek his sort of consulting, but he was always sort of the person that I idealized. And then um, my boss for the Center for Community Engagement, Joy Peterson, was probably one of the best people I could have ever asked for to be a mentor because um, we share many, many things in common. And uh, I had always asked her when I was working with her, you know, if you can please give me some very constructive feedback because that's what I needed. She would always do that for me, and that's, um, that's all I really needed, and we would have constructive conversations about my career goals, as well as um, just school and life and everything, and just being able to go on tangents with her that felt like they were constructive, even though they weren't related to work. And so um, I'm really thankful for having someone like her and stuff, and uh, being able to take those teachings of how she's been able to mentor me and do that onto other people has been super helpful. So I guess then, with that train of thought, thinking about mentoring, um, our last question, if you could give advice to other students and people out there who are hoping to grow as leaders themselves, what would you say to them? I would definitely say try as many different roles as possible on and try on as many clubs as possible. Kapali has over 300 clubs and you're going to find yourself very sort of almost overwhelmed by the number that there are, but um, I, one of the big things that drew me to Kapali was that specific reason, is the amount of opportunities and um, you know, be able to craft an experience for other people that you were given that made you want to be a part of that club in the first place. Um, and never lose sight of like what the sort of end goal is, is that you know, you're there to make as many friends as possible as well as to learn. And, uh, never try the same role again, as I said before. Um, but you know, always look for that experience that you're always kind of learn by doing went by doing it over again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for sitting down with us today and sharing some of your advice. I think um, you are an excellent example and ambassador of what leaders at Cal Poly can be and can aspire to be. So thank you so much for sharing your words as advice with us. I think that everyone out there can really take a step back and think about focusing on their own learning and growth as a great step towards leadership. So thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me.